Hola! Georges Colinet with you on Afropop Worldwide. Today, a history of Puerto Rican salsa. Rich, hard-to-find tracks from the 60s. We'll be talking to some of the island's most important band leaders, so stay tuned. I'll start the story around 1960, when the hottest group on the island was Cortijo y Sucombo, featuring the greatest Puerto Rican singer of the century, Ismael Rivera. Cortijo and Milo were famous, among other things, for playing the true rhythms of Puerto Rico, bomba and plena. The group was featured every day on Puerto Rican TV. We talked to the band's pianist, Rafael Itier. La televisión se hizo eh, un medio muy popular porque era nuevo, naturalmente, era una novela en Puerto Rico. Rafael is saying television became a very popular medium because it was new, it was a novelty in Puerto Rico. And because it was new, everything that was on television was watched by everyone. Cortijo y su combo became the most famous combo in Puerto Rico because to be on television was sufficient to be famous. Now just imagine, TV is still a new thing. And you can turn it on in the middle of the day and see this group live. Entra la negra rosa con su talla apretao Y muy tirado de blanco la sigue tan hilao Y se forma la rumba con un gran furor Y se viste de fiesta mi amante corazón Bomba cara bomba ven baila mi bomba Rosa me dijo a mí, no se corta con tijera, todo lindo material, que se te parezca tela. Bomba cara, bomba cara, bomba la bomba. Oye mira que sabrosita es mi bomba. Cuando una mujer te diga, papito te quiero tanto, no te duermas más camarón, porque te está vacilando.
Ismael Rivera with Cortijo y Sucombo at the height of their popularity, before a 1962 drug arrest at Puerto Rican Customs sent Ismael Rivera to prison for a couple of years. Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide's History of Puerto Rican Salsa. With the breakup of Cortijo's combo, Rafael Itier started the band that would become the island's biggest commercial success, using many of the same musicians and recruiting two great singers, Peyin Rodriguez and Andy Montañez. He called this new band El Gran Combo. Again, they assumed the role of Puerto Rican TV kings. Rafael Itier remembers. Rafael says, there came a moment where we did 13 shows a week. And how they dressed. Rafael's saying, when I got started even before Cotijo with the bands that were around, Taone, Capacetti, Alfarona X, Maravillas, Los Dandis de 42, it was a competition among orchestras, a competition of music. The groups prepared well, played well. Y entonces hay una competencia de vestir. Todos los grupos vestían, pero inmaculado. But it was also a competition of dress. All the groups dressed immaculate. Everybody went from head to toe. Tie, socks, shoes, everything the same color. It was really something to see, something proud. Here's what the color-coordinated Grand Combo sounded like in one of their early hits, with Peyin Rodriguez singing. More than a slight resemblance to the sound of Cortijo. Then we'll hear a later cut where they start to develop the famous Gran Combo sound. Caminando 
Ando por las calles de San Juan Me encuentro con una cosa así como Martín Quiñones Que me dice, mira pollito, vente conmigo Que te voy a comprar un palacio
mírame a los ojos y verás los míos que también están. From Puerto Rico, Rafael Itier and El Gran Combo. They are still chart toppers more than 30 years later. Georges Collinet with you on Afropop Worldwide. Today, a history of Puerto Rican salsa. Back in the days when it wasn't even called salsa yet. I'll get to that in a minute. When El Gran Combo was out on tour to Panama or Venezuela or New York or wherever, and their TV slot on El Show de Mediodía needed a substitute, the band that often filled in was Caco y su Combo Gigante. Caco was a drummer who grew up in Santurce with Cortiro and Maelo. Here he is from 1963 with vocalist Chivirico Davila doing Soy Sonero, I'm a Sonero, or a singer of son.
El Sabor de Nacho, one of the most popular bands in Puerto Rico in the 60s, led by Nacho Sanabria. That was Mambo Batiri. I'm your pal, Georges Collinet, bringing you some Puerto Rican dance classics from the 60s on Afropop Worldwide. Now, here's the band that, along with El Gran Combo and Nacho Sanabria, was probably the most popular band for the place and time, Tommy Olivencia's band. Tommy was from Santurce, too, part of the modern metropolis now known as San Juan. This was an all-star band, famed for its arranger, Luis Café. The singer on this 1965 cut is Chamaco Ramirez. Thank you. 
vecina verse cuando vio a su negrito allá Pobrecito, ya no hay timba ni vente Que lo mangaron ya, que lo mangaron ya, que lo mangaron ya Que el prieto con su bembe, con su bembe Pobrecito, ya no hay timba ni Sin 
That's Ismael Rivera from the reunion album he made with Cortijo after he got out of jail. That was Simbad the Sailor. And before that, from 1964, one of Puerto Rico's greatest, trumpeter-arranger Mario Ortiz and his band, with Chico Rivera singing. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX. We visited Don Quique Luca on his balcony in Ponce, Puerto Rico, one hot night. Ponce, famous as the birthplace of the Pena, is about a two-hour drive from San Juan and a world away in feeling. Quique's group, Conjunto Internacional, changed its name in 1954 to Sonora Ponceña, and it's still known by that name now, more than 40 years later. During that time, over a hundred different musicians have played in the band. In 1957, Kike's son, Papo, joined the group. Papo was only 11, but Kike recalls that Papo was already hanging with the band for some time. Papo Luca empezó tocando conga a los 5 años. Tocaba conga, hizo ir un conguero de un día de ensayo, que tocamos un número y... Kike is saying, Papo Luca began playing conga at the age of 5. One day we were rehearsing, and the conga player had left. Papo knew the number. At the age of five, we knew he was going to be a great. Papo later became the band's music director and was one of the most important pianists, arrangers and producers of the salsa boom. Sitting out on the porch and talking about the old days, Kike Luca told us something that everyone we interviewed in Puerto Rico reminded us, that the music these bands played, later to be called salsa, came from Cuba originally. Kike is saying, we've always played different things, son montuno, guaguanco, guarachas, but these are mostly Cuban genres. The Cubans were the originators. Kike says, we were interested by the Sonora Matancera, the Conjunto Casino, those Cuban groups. We used to copy them until we arrived at our own style. La Ponceña's first hit came in 1969 with a tune by the great Cuban band leader, Arsenio Rodriguez, Achero Paumpalo.
La Sonora Ponceña with Achero Paumpalo. Georges Collinet with you in Puerto Rico back in the 60s. Time now to check in with Roberto Ruena, originally a baseball player, then a dancer. Roberto Ruena became known as a bongo cero or bongo player. He was a member of Cortijo y su Combo and subsequently of El Gran Combo. Then he started his own band, Apollo Sound, and later became a member of the world-famous Fania All-Stars. Here's Roberto Ruena and Apollo Sound in 1969 with Tu Loco Loco y Yo Tranquilo.
Frankie Hernandez on the mic with bassist and band leader Bobby Valentin and their 1970 hit Huracan, Hurricane. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. And PRX member stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Carnegie Hall. More information, carnegiehall.org. And from the Apollo Theater, presenting the Africa Now concert series, featuring Malian Diva Umu Sangare on Saturday, April 4th. More information at apollotheater.org. Willie Rosario paid his dues in the 50s in New York, playing in orchestras led by Johnny Segui and Joe Quijano. And he did club dates with Noro Morales and many others. Willie's band was based in New York in the 60s, but it was widely listened to in Puerto Rico. In 1972, he moved back to PR. Muchas graduaciones, muchos senior proms, los White Christmas dances que llamaban. Willie says, I moved because Puerto Rico was and continues being the best place for Latin music. Lots of graduations, senior proms, what they call the White Christmas dances, fiestas patronales, lots of work. But I think my primary reason was so my children could grow up in Puerto Rico. Here's Willie's big hit from 1970, the Barrio Obrero a la Quince with his distinctive baritone sax-driven horn sound on Afropop Worldwide.
Willie Rosario. Willie told us an interesting story. You know, I mentioned before that the word salsa wasn't in use in the 60s. It was popularized in the 70s by Jerry Mazzucci's Fania label. But Willie heard it used for the first time in the 60s in Venezuela. El primero que usó la palabra salsa era un DJ que se llamaba Fidias Danilo, que era un indio. En 1965, 66, por ahí. He says, the first guy who used the word salsa was a disc jockey named Fidias Danilo, who was an Indian in 1965-66, around there. Fidias Danilo, que era un disc jockey bien popular en Caracas, era el número uno. Eh, me estaba entrevistando. Y hacían entrevistas y decían, bueno, pues, señoras y señores, ahora voy a tocar una salsa eh, que grabó Willy Rosario. Willie says, Fidias Danilo was a very popular disc jockey. In Caracas, he was number one. And he was interviewing me. And he said, ladies and gentlemen, now I'm going to play a salsa by Willie Rosario. Un día, pues, yo no sé, una guaracha. Seguía la entrevista. Voy a tocar otra salsa que se titula tal que Willie Rosario la tiene en este disco. Well, it was a guaracha. And the interview went on. And he said, I'm going to play another salsa called So and So by Willie Rosario. The first guy to use the word salsa was this guy, Fidias Danilo. Now he's dead. The use of the word expanded, and years later, Jerry Masucci got the word and commercialized it. Now you play a Wawanko, Guaracha, Son Montuno, it's all salsa. Thank you, Willy Rosario. Georges Coulinet here has one more number for you now, a real rarity. The Puerto Rican All-Stars, featuring Caco from an album of Descargas or Jams, recorded in Puerto Rico one late night from 4 to 9 a.m. in February 1963. <laughs> Abaniquito el cuero Abaniquito el cuero 
Stars featuring Kako. Afropop Worldwide is produced by Sean Barlow for World Music Productions, co-production for this program by Ned Sublet. Interview recordings by Jose Mandri. Discographic research by Harry Sepulveda. Our editor is Marika Partridge. Our engineers are Rick Bradley and Karen Blackhall. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. Our chief audio engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Benning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Ben Richmond, and I'm Georges Collinet. <laughs>